0: He, ya nyewe, kuka, kuka birthday kamedrae. Siju kama ni the COVID season, eh? those birthday issues were not coming through. Yet it got to a point where I had to, every time someone texted me, I was just dropping emojis, the cake emojis. <laughs> and then I correct myself at oh. it's just that I'm in a birthday season. So that someone asks me, oh, kumbe many birthday ako and then I reply. And then, so I speak about it, I'm starting to think that I'm doing this video for the same reason, because ya <laughs> what up guys welcome to minor mind a place where no mind is too minor Nor. by the way come my name is kevin minor text <laughs> hey, mind you're so inspiring so I, I was caught in between a hard place and a rock because i was thinking do i do i say thank you for the complimenter manianze kum correct because it would be weird if i kept on telling you welcome to kevin minor it sounds it even sounds abusive <laughs> Today I'm happy to bring you yet another video, hopefully it will do you good. It has been that season where we were all candles and lights and making wishes and parting. I told someone that I've had so many birthdays, but for some reason this one has been the one that I felt like I'm most in control of my life. I was thinking about it and I was, and I was thinking, why don't I just do a video talking about what I have literally learned in that one year. Lessons learned at 20. So that sounds interesting let's dive in number one there are no lessons for adulthood in other words there is no manual of course kunezo societal protocols if kindly if you're a 20 year old act like a 20 year old but the point is like there is no structured way of like being an adult like there's no manual that states this is how you're supposed to act as an adult again like i said kuna societal protocols one thing i struggled with i looked at the people or the adults around me and then mirror what they are doing, or simply think when I'm an adult, that's how I'm supposed to act because everyone else acts that way. I almost forgot the aspect of personality. And this might be scary for anyone who, you know, who is structured, someone who like needs to know the what's the formula of adulthood, you know, what's the formula of getting that girlfriend. Not saying that adulthood just is all about getting girlfriends, but to lazima to maintain, <laughs> to maintain the the titles kevo, <laughs> makevo. It can be scary, but also it has an advantage to it because that means you can be yourself anytime as you grow up like you can be yourself as you grow up that means i can you know walk in the grass barefoot i can listen to my justin biba playlist i can wear my pink shirt and just dance around <laughs> you know when i was saying them in my mind they sounded better but as they say them out loud they they, they sound weird number two i have a voice i'm so ins. Young message at your phone. Me win the swimona t show. Why? Why? You know as they say you can never know who's watching. <laughs> I soul generation. <laughs> I'm my EMB records. EMB records. <laughs> There's an interesting story I always tell people. Like I, I remember when I was in high school. I used to hate my voice. Literally. Like the voice that I speak with. I used to hate it. Until one time I remember I was um I was in class with uh, with a classmate. We were two of us and it was a she. And I was singing. She she stopped all of a sudden and she was like, Kevin, is that you singing? <laughs> and I looked around for a minute because we were the only ones in class. I, I almost understand why because then Mimi me had feature as a singer. That's when I realized my voice is not as bad as you know as I think. And, you know, you really quite took it to your self-acceptance. And it's beside the point. I just thought I'd give you the story so that, so that you see how far I've come. For the longest time, I always had this perspective whereby when I, when I hear someone talk about you have a voice, think it more of like you have the right to be listened to, which is true, by the way. But for me, when I shifted my perspective from I have a right to be listened to, to I can make people listen to me, which was tremendous to me because it made me realize that I actually have the wisdom that I need to put my opinion or offer a solution. To the point where people ukingia mahali kwa People are like, hey kivu, let's listen to this guy. Huumusiana chizi. he's stupid, but his wisdom is his stupidity. Kuna mtu wali hapo, sana. It's almost like gaining moral authority. Realizing that I had a voice really did me a great deal. So it's like you have some sort of command in a good way. But anyway, I still have uh, sauti ya kumtoa nyoka pangoni. <laughs> I think that is used to describe uh, the, the voice of a lady, because <laughs> it will be weird. Ni kamakse mama mulemona umeyako na shingo ya upanga. Those are lady uh, phrases, like to describe ladies' features. Number three, no one cares about you. No, no, it's it's not what it sounds like. Okay. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that no, in the movies, the way what onapatangwa red-handed in the act, and then they say, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> me, my question would be, do describe what it looks like? <laughs> and then they would describe it, and then it would look funny because they're describing what exactly it looks like, and then they're saying, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Again, I don't know how I was going with this joke. Some of these things, when I say them in my head, they sound funny, and then not But the point is, for me, when I say no one, no one really cares about you. Of course, of course, there are people who care about you. But for me, I'm talking about it from an entitlement point of view. Right? Growing up for me, as a child, and I think this happened to happens to every child, whereby you almost know, like you can trust your parents, know what you need, or your guardians. They know what you need. They know when to provide what you need. They have the most unselfish best interests at heart for you. As I grew up, I realized that. The world is not like that at all. You should not expect people to treat you or give you things or prioritize you, even though they are your friends. If you care for someone, that's when they will actually be interested in you. It's not that, you know, since I'm part of the clique, they will just think of me. No, you have to be immersed. Simply because you're Kevin, you expect people to treat you in a certain way or almost show you the same love that your parents will, which is something I had to unlearn because it's maybe how I grew up. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because genuinely, the people who really are akin to you, your family members, do genuinely care about you. So they'll do everything to just see you happy. But I had to unlearn it to realize that it's not the same thing with society. <laughs> it's not the same thing with society. Eh? <laughs> she does not care about you. <laughs> she does not care about you. So you better come into the single world. Okay, I'm changing the topic because what we're in quarantine, the single people are suffering. But we are not suffering. We are not suffering. We are keeping ourselves busy. <laughs> we, are, we are keeping ourselves busy. We are keeping warm with our, with our hoodies and jump. Sun. Vitamin, vitamin D number four I am the source of my own happiness <laughs> you might be wondering why I'm laughing <laughs> but it's because I'm the source of my own happiness <laughs> so I cannot stop loving is what exactly what I mean <laughs> it's getting a little weird I'm the source of my own probably the most profound lesson that i have learned in my age at 20 years old and for me it's not just about happiness because i believe the inverse is also true like generally we are responsible for how we feel like we are responsible for how we feel right the the determinant here is your response ability so so now you get where i was emphasizing on responsible i was hoping it doesn't doesn't come out weird but no, when I think about it, I think it's weird because I didn't have to <laughs> respond. <laughs> we are genuinely responsible for how we feel. Like, think about it. When someone... For example, insults you. Most of the time, you're quick to say, that person made me mad. But think about it. How you responded to how they acted is actually what makes you mad. Like, what causes you pain is your responsibility. Like, how you respond to something is what causes you pain. Of course, unless in physical pain. And then you say, it's my responsibility. That's stupid. That's stupid. Because, out the nervous system, it is your responsibility. <laughs> I've, I've realized that like in every intuitive, there's always a counterintuitive. The intuitive when someone insults you is resentment. You're filled with so much anger and sadness because they insulted you. But the counterintuitive is to just realize that maybe this person is going through a lot more than you are. Like if someone is comfortable insulting you, imagine how harsh they are with themselves. The secret is that one minute that you take to respond. But here are some tricks I have been using to actually boost and spark my happiness. Number one. Imagine yourself laughing. No, like for real, do it with me. Like wherever you are seated, just imagine yourself laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I told you. Mira, And then you wonder, who is this handsome boy? I know I'm handsome. <laughs> if you cannot imagine yourself laughing, just think of something that you, someone that you love laughing. Number two, when you take on an expression, you feel the emotion whether you like it or not. Okay, let me explain. So this, this is something that I learned. Some of these words that we use should be turned into verbs. So you're not angry, you are doing anger. You're not sad, you're doing sadness. You cannot say that you're never happy, yet you never take the effort to smile. Do this with me. Wherever you are, just smile. Okay, so here we go. Uh. And you can thank me later. In fact, how to thank me is just to comment below and like and subscribe. <laughs> Number five, confidence is key. Okay, I'm trying. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to. That's my expression of confidence. I'm trying to portray confidence. <laughs> JZ lessons, they should be a theory and practical as well. But then when I explain, it also breaks what I was doing. Makes me look stupid. Huh? When I'm talking about confidence now. I'm nervous because I'm explaining. Let me tell you something. The difference between that person who is successful and you. (laughs) Okay, take two. The difference between that person who is successful and that person who is not successful is confidence. The difference between that person who was able to get girls in high school and that person who was not. Man, I tried. Those days I tried. I, I really tried. But... If I, if I just had this knowledge, that's why I was not 20 then. That's why I, it's a twenty. It's not about talent, it's not about skill, it's not about it's not about your privilege. It's about confidence. Really, confidence is about growing within your deep, like growing within Ukondani. Like, first of all, self-awareness. You know, your core beliefs and values. It's about self-respect. And th- let me tell you something when I talk about self-respect. You cannot be a drug addict and have self-respect. It kills you within. Like you cannot be addicted to pornography and have self-respect. Self-respect comes from within. Like the little things that you know you do in the dark when no one is watching, those are the things that kill your self-respect. By the way, confidence is a skill, meaning anyone can learn it, right? So you need to have yourself awareness You need to have self-respect and you need to have self-acceptance. The point where you achieve self-acceptance is where you know that you are who you are and you can only work with what you can change right comparison is the thief of joy there's a funny story that one time i was in this um sort of a seminar or it was like a talk i remember there was this beautiful girl who had just sitting next to me right and so i was this girl she was confident like she was exuding a lot of confidence from the way she talked is do you have a pen like can i borrow your pen i was writing with a blue pen But here is what this guy who lacked confidence did. I removed all my other pens in my coats. I have blue, red, and black. Which, Which one do you want? Of course, I was nervous, right? So she picked up the black pen. I don't know why that was so significant to me. But the thing is, I remember later on they told us to write a num- our number on a blank piece of uh, paper or a form, right? We write our number so that they can always email us and contact us. And I remember I was like, I- I'm so determined to get this girl's number. I remember, seen her confidence, so I cannot ask for her number, right? So they bring in the paper and I remember she wrote her number and then I took the paper and rewrote her number, right? I was I, I was a creep. I was weird. I, I rewrote her number right below hers. So that I can cram it. Because I couldn't write it anywhere else. So I wrote that number so that I can cram it. So later on after that we left, to me ongea. Remember, sin her confidence, so the number. Afterwards, I call her that night. And I remember this way I was like, come on Kevin. This is something that is gonna change. And so I type her number and I'm thinking for about 10 minutes, do I call her? And then I just pressed the green button. Because Who am I kidding, I cannot start lying to you that I, I got a, a smartphone in high school. Smartphone, a so I, I do that thing and I listen. And my heart is racing because I'm like, maybe she will not pick. Maybe she will not nini. And then she picks and I hear, Hello, are you one of the boys who's trying to call my daughter? Um, and I think that's when I knew I got played. Right? If only I had confidence. If only I had confidence. Because since then I have never seen her she's still a mystery to me, I feel so proud of myself as in at this point, I can tell people things that I wish I knew at twenty lessons that I can teach you at twenty ama lessons that I learned at twenty lessons that I learned at twenty next time Nakujana, things I wish I knew at twenty, <laughs> like like the fact that I wish I knew and the girl tells you I love you <laughs> doesn 't mean that doesn 't mean that she loves you in that way Sometimes when I tan babex you, you 're the one and only alini post kwa status, Sati, happy birthday babe, I love you. The next day it was someone else's birthday. The same thing. So I wish I knew that sometimes okay, to a babe, just stick in your lane. In fact, mwambie <laughs> thank you fam, thank you bro. Mwambie, m- uh, killer spirits. Thank you fam, thank you bro. Is- that lesson will be, that video will be coming next. But that's all I had for you guys and I'm hoping that you enjoyed. I'm hoping that you had fun. I had fun being a 20 year old and I'm happy and I'm I'm almost hopeful that going forth, I will genuinely enjoy, that it will be a new journey that I will savor and enjoy, and hopefully it will go up next to a lessons I learned at 21. And I'm happy for your support, genuinely. Uh, this YouTube channel is something that I started a while back, but my, again, my purpose was not vision towards service until I figured out, I can actually make funny content still, but make it very useful to you. So I'm hoping that you enjoyed. If you did, kindly subscribe, share, like. In fact, smash that like button if that's something that you're into. <laughs> Check out these other videos that I have over here. learn skills <laughs> YouTube. Check out these other ones. Eh, But I'll pretend I'm looking. Check out these other videos on the on the left, on the left, and subscribe here on the right. Moving <laughs> on. Till next time, guys.